Hello everyone and welcome to a Trans-Tasman special edition of the, well the Fun's Up podcast. I'm your host Sado Dan and all the way from wherever in New Zealand is Terry, mate, looking good, looking good. Feeling good. It's, uh, it's not, you know, heaps of people have been uh, messaging me saying, oh man, like you've always been on holidays. Just want to point out this isn't a holiday. This has been a complete and utter work trip and I had to make about 16 people redundant today. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear, mate. We're, we're here to brighten everyone's night. Uh, obviously not those ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately. But, uh, mate, footy's back. I'm feeling good despite the uh, the intro. Mate, look, it's it's absolutely amazing here. I'm in Auckland at the moment and the buzz around um, round one over here um, is pretty massive. Um, I think the hype of the NRL season has been taken away from the fact that the New Zealand Breakers are in the grand final against the Sydney Kings. Mm. Um, and so when you're kind of walking around Auckland at the moment, there's like a lot of promotion for the footy, but then there's also like in the papers, it's get behind the Breakers. You know, if you've got family over in Sydney, tell them to get to the game and just heckle the Kings. Like, and then one part of me is like, yeah, that's not a bad idea. And the other part of me laughs going, I ain't got no money there, I ain't got no the game. Yeah, it's, it look exactly right. <laughs> but um, we're here to talk about the important sport, mate. It did they before speaking of unimportant sports, there much union coverage over there? Because I didn't even know it was on until someone retweeted some knock on. There there is a lot of um, buzz about the Auckland Blues, but I can't tell whether it's a good buzz or a bad buzz. I can't tell whether they're good or they're shit because the minute someone at work starts talking about rugby union, I've fallen asleep. Yeah, completely fair. I was falling asleep, as you mentioned, Auckland Blues, mate. So here we go. Yeah. I haven't I haven't really been paying attention. There's, there's a few pages in the, in the paper, so I like to call them page turners. Ah. I go and read about the Breakers and the Kings, and then I'll read about... The NRL, but they're pretty. They're pretty pumped here for the return of the Warriors again, and I don't know why because their team shit. Yeah, look, they certainly are. You're just a beacon of positivity tonight, Terry. I ever. Uh, thank you. I've missed talking about our handsome number nine. That's it. I've I've missed you greatly. Before we get into, and we've got lots of news, and then we'll we'll do we'll get into the game. Of course, um, we saw the boys with the pronunciation video, Terry. We're gonna do our best. Um, yeah. Without sounding like complete idiots. Any thoughts before? I'm glad there were a couple of names that I'm glad that they knocked off because I was kind of like, how do you say his name? But I'm thrilled going into the season. I know how to say Jack Williams, Matt Moylan, William Kennedy. That, those were the big ones for me. That Matt Moylan thing absolutely killed me. He was so serious. He, he, it reminded me of Team America, where yeah, Matt, Damon, that's a, I tried to get it, but I couldn't. I uh, couldn't get the Matt Moylan to to muster yeah. up. But I'm um, not a no, very good. It's good to see. Like I said, we'll do our very best. I promise. By the end of the season, we'll nail it. But Look, um, all, all seventeen teams have done those videos now. And shout out to the Digis who have put a lot of work into getting it out there. And you can tell that there's redneck Twitter is running rife because. They're going, oh, why the fuck do you need these videos? Well, because I didn't know that Braden Hamlin, ULA, I've been calling him ULA for years. Yeah, me too, mate. It's We're Australian. Everything is exactly yeah. as it looks because we're it's, too lazy to be otherwise. 
it's black and fucking white for us, but it's not for them. You know what I mean? So, the, the, the more the merrier. I just want to say that in the, in the preseason, I know everyone's saying that they're going to be the wooden spooners, but the Gold Coast Dolphins obviously spent all their money on their digital team. <laughs> They've been fantastic. They're, they're second only to us. Yeah. They are more. I mean, I, look. I don't want to take anything away from Gaz, but I think they've left him in in their dust. Well, there we go. We'll have to clip that and send it to him. He's a big listener. Shout out to Gaz. Uh, yeah. Of course, Gaz Brown, as he's become known on here. Yeah. But um, mate, the of course the big news, and you did miss Outlaws, so I'm sorry if we double up, but um, double Dan and double Terry. Who wouldn't want some of that? Mm-mm. Nico <laughs> Hines is out, mate. We discussed it in great length. It's over to you now. I would rather him miss this round in a round that, you know, we lose round one every year anyway. I think we've won two of the last 13. We're against South Sydney. He's not 100% right. And they're saying, you know, if he misses round one, he's a certainty to play in round two. Uh, it's a smart choice. Um, look, it sucks. And I think they can downplay it all they want and say that he did it at training, but he definitely did it in that dogs game. Um, he came off with the, the ice on the calf at the end of the game and he was, you know, had a noticeable limp. I think the the rumour mongers, you know, set, I think they got all got set up for that eight-week, you know, injury when it, it turns out it's going to be like eight days. Um, <laughs> Our mate Guru <laughs> was in. I sent him a text and I was like, Oi, <laughs> what are you doing here? And, uh, he, um, he's quite good. He, he did make it very known that that's just what he heard and, he put it behind the fact that everyone was drafting that night and a lot of people, our draft included, were going to take Nico number one. Now, he didn't go number one because Gaz had the number one pick. So I should have put two and two together when that came up. But, um, yeah, they, they look, eight, eight weeks is a bit ridiculous. It's possibly looking at what everyone seems to say, because the club haven't come out and said, is it's either one to two week thing. Um, Nico wanted to play round one, but, of course, you got to say, oi, you can't win a premiership in the first two weeks, Terry. You can certainly lose it because if his hamstring goes and costs us eight to twelve, then we're talking trouble. Yeah, and it, it's it's smart by our doctors. Like the, this club just becoming more and more impressive with the decisions they're making. You know, five years ago you'd be turning around and going, "Well, he was he was going to take a needle, jokes aside, and and run out." So no, I'm glad. And the thing is, as well, you and I have discussed it at length, and people are turning around and going, "Why did we resign Trindle?" This is why you re-signed Trindle. Spot him. And we had, last year, we literally had the best back, sorry, the second best backup halfback in all the competitions. Mm-hmm. You know, Sean O'Sullivan was the clear standout last year. Yep. Brayton Trindle was the clear number two. Yep, 100% and, agree. And if you have a look now, people turn around and go, oh, but what about this halfback? What about that halfback? Well, they ain't playing first grade. No, there exactly. There are only two backup halfbacks from last year that are playing first grade football this year. Uh... Brayden Trindle and Sean O'Sullivan because Luke Brooks doesn't count in Tanner Boyd's shit. Completely fair. I, I think Boyd's going to have a good season. We'll, we'll save that for out. We'll, <laughs> we'll, save, we'll save that for Outlaws. That's an Outlaws thing. Lose by 30 to a Luke Brooks-led team. You shut up. Absolutely not. That's it. Anyone who hasn't seen um, Outlaws, Terry's got to pick the Tigers all year. I've got to pick the Titans. Very, very funny stuff. Look, Nico, you know, it's an injury. It does absolutely suck. And Bryson was pretty upset when I told him he won't be there Saturday night. But he just wants to see Sharkies, and he doesn't really care. Chelsea will be there, but um, I'm sure. She's yeah, awesome. By 10 minutes in. Yeah, look, not, not completely unfair. Um, going to the good news, though. If you're not going to the game, I'm not. 
completely fair, mate. She. I'm not, I'm not going to be tormented by the sharks and by your daughter. No. She loves you, mate. She always smiles when you walk through the door because she knows I she's going to punch her. you. I love her as well, but she is the spawn of Satan. Certainly. She well, she is half of my daughter, mate. Let's Correct. get to some positive news. And you're not the, you're not the Satan side of it. <laughs> exactly. That's a good side. <laughs> oh, this is going. Oh, I love this podcast, mate. I've missed this. Jesse Ramin re-signed three years, I believe. Four years, three. maybe. The second best centre off contract, Steve Crichton has decided that he's a fullback and he's going for ridiculous money at the Bulldogs. Uh, Jesse Ramian, it was clear that we needed to have him wrapped up, him and Talakai wrapped up before round one. Um, brilliant. It was no surprise. He's left us once and had a dreadful 12 months. I don't know if that's the fact that he played for Newcastle or lived in Newcastle. Probably but he didn't right. want to make that mistake again. When I heard the teams that were... I was, I was a little bit, you know, I was a little bit uh, upset when I heard the teams that were in for him because it was the the Dol- oh sorry yeah it was the Dolphins and West were the teams that were were really really pushing for him and you kind of like oh man I would have thought like a Parramatta or you know the Bulldogs are spending money on everyone and then when Crichton left we started hearing whispers that Penrith were looking at Ramy and I was like. We need to we need to nail him. We need to lock him down now. So I'm glad that he's been locked down. But Penrith have turned their attention to someone else, Dan, and it's it's a little bit concerning. They have just touching quickly on Ramian. Absolutely love it. All the all the talk we heard from day one was that he wasn't looking. He was just doing his due diligence. Had to justify his manager fees, etc., etc. He's always going to remain a shark. Of course, the player you are referring to it has hit. We were hoping it wouldn't. Um, is was young Teague Wilton, our starting left back rower, and I'm going willing to go on record now and say, hopefully our starting back rower for the better part of the next decade, Teague Wilton. Jeez, we've got to get this done, mate. Yeah, look, Penrith Twitter were, were a buzz last night saying it was Jack Williams, and I was like, mm, it's not. You can have him. Fuck it, take him and it's leave Teague. Jack, Jack Williams, they're like, no, Jack Williams got contracts. I'm like, no. Uh, Jack Williams re-signed for two years last year. It's another back row that starts with W. We need to get it done. I'm, I don't think, like, I'm very concerned if he went to Penrith because he strolls into that left edge second row spot that Viliami Kikau has vacated. Mm-hmm. And aside from David Fafida, he's probably the best person to go there and fill that gap for them. Like, I couldn't think of another left edge back row right now that would fit that Vili Army kick-out void for Penrith, as I said, apart from David Fafita, then Teague will. Can you name me another one? Look, probably only Crichton, and we, we don't know where he is yep. for the rest of the season. But, mate, unless you want to shift Cam Murray, and I certainly wouldn't, yeah, 100% agree. That's one we got to get. Josh and I discussed it real quick, and I put him number one on my re-sign rankings. We've got to get that done. I would have locked him in today and said, oh, mate, what's it going to take? we got four hours. You're not going anywhere. So, you know, sign the contract, Teague. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I, I understand the, you know, the chasing of the success, but you know, there's no guarantee that Penrith are going to win the comp this year, and there's no guarantee that other players aren't going to leave. Like we've seen Crichton leave, we've seen Lino leave. Like who's next? I was going to say, mate, they're all out the door. Yeah, so I, I think you know, I, I'm not concerned that we'll lose T. He's a, he's a local junior. Um, people are saying that he might go to South Sydney with his uncle. 
If he was going to go, he would have gone when Bomber left. He would have gone, and he would have gone when he was stuck behind Wade Graham last year. Yeah. He's not this year, and Wade Graham's gone on Triple M, I believe it was, and said, this is my last year. I'll go to Catalans next year. Just let me finish my business at Cronulla, which says to me, Teague Walton, the spot is yours, and judging by his trial form and how he's looking, it's his for as long as we have him, which hopefully is for the yeah, next that, like That, that line he ran for his second try... Was the closest thing to Viliami Kikau that you'll see. It's looking, it's looking a lot like another uh, another back row we had on the books, mate. Another another L. Another Luke Lewis type. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He's a he's an absolutely phenomenal player. I've said it for years. He's he's going to play Origin football. It wouldn't surprise me if he played Origin football this year. Well, look, if Crichton's not there, they've got to find one, and he could very well be it. Yeah, he's he's absolutely brilliant. Like people turn around and say, "Oh, you know, he's got an error in him." Who fucking cares, yeah, mate? Like we we have never completed a game at a hundred percent. The only team that's ever done that in the history of the NRL are the New Zealand Warriors. Yeah, and that was like the most boring game ever. <laughs> yeah, they fucking won the game like eight six or something. Shut up. The errors are in the game. You're gonna drop a ball. The guy runs like 13 suicide lines a game. If he drops one of them, who fucking cares? 100% agree. Cannot wait to see that one. He will be, like, the way that his career is going, the trajectory of his career, he legitimately could put himself in the upper echelon of back rowers and have himself in conversations at pubs as to who is the best back rower in the game. Do you know what? He's the second most drafted back rower in Supercoach. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He's a good price point. It's going up. He's, he's a good price point, and he's a fantastic player. He like he is one that if we let him go, that's when you turn around and go, hold up, whose fuck-up is this, and when are they fired? Agreed. Yeah. 100%. Get it done. Now, of course, Sione Katoa, uh, it was announced he was going to re-sign. Nothing official, so we're going to assume it's not been done yet, but only a matter of time. <laughs> That needs to be put on hold. Will Kennedy needs to be put on hold. Sam Stone Street needs to be put on hold. Everybody needs to be put on hold until we pay Teague Wilton. Because if we have to skim 50 grand off Sione Katara and 20 grand off Will and 15 grand off Sam, I'm doing it. Yeah, take two. Now, with, with Stone Street, I've got him listed as off contract by Zero Tackle. He, he is off contract. He is? I had no idea he was that fucking big. Holy crap, that kid is a giant. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was a little bit concerned about um, the re-signing of Sione Katoa and the length of the deal. Um, but Ronaldo's, Ronaldo's only re-signed for two years. Make no mistake about it, Sam Stone Street is going to be elite. And if you have a look between Ronaldo and Katoa, there are games there for, for Stone Street. He's only a development deal this year. This is where you need to sit him down and go, listen, you're 20 years old. You've got your whole career ahead of you, but don't waste it by taking shit money at the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Don't waste it by going you know, to shitty teams. I'd be a bit concerned if the dogs came chatting to him. Um, but, uh, you know, re-sign for another two years. You'll get 15 games. You know, he can't play until round 10 this year, but you'll make your debut this year. There'll be 15 games for you next year. And if you're good enough, you'll push yourself in front of him. Talakai's not going to play in the centres forever. Ronaldo's got his eye on that spot. Mm -hmm. Like, these are the conversations that I trust Fitz to have. Um, 
in order of priority, though, it's, it's for mine, it's Teague. I want to prioritise Stone Street over Katoa, but the fact that we've announced it, I'm going to say that he's probably number two. I'm going to put Stone Street ahead of Kennedy, though. Um, I do think that we've re-signed all of them. Me too, me too. I agree 100% with what you said, only because Kay Dykes is waiting, and he he's going to play somewhere, whether it's Moylan taking over Moylan six or Kennedy at one. Dykes will be there, and we work around otherwise. So, uh, And, of course, Eros just re-signed. We've got him too. That Newtown side, which we'll talk about later, is fucking stacked. Stacked! Ido. Sorry? Ido. His name's Ido, not Iro. Ido. Ido. That's what I said. Kyle Ido. Did you not watch the video? I watched the video, mate. Matt Moylan. I got it. Bit of good news, or actually is a good news. Toby Rudolph's going to cut the hair. Yeah, look, really concerning that the first thing Toby said about his hair on our first podcast we did with him was that when he cut his hair last time he played like shit uh the only saving grace that is he ended the year in dreadful form and he can't get worse yeah, look completely fair Toby we love you hope you're listening uh look fantastic make sure you get on and um donate if you can we'll put a couple of bucks there tonight or tomorrow uh it's right. two weeks I believe so if he comes on and scores eight tries in the next two weeks I'll shave my head in yeah. place of Toby Rudolph and, and, yeah, Dan's hair is, like, really thinny, and he's only probably got about five haircuts left in him. So. Yeah, so it's doubly, double those, um, shut up, Terry. Now, we can, we can fast-track your misery, so. Yeah, there we go. I don't know whether you saw it being across Tasman or not. There was, so, there's been a couple of Nico Hines articles this week. Front page, I believe, the Telegraph, and he was the second page and the back page of the Herald. Uh, all over the place, just Wall-to-wall, Nico. Still not enough, just quietly, but we uh, we do move on. Don't know whether you saw the boys the other day were up cleaning leaves. They were sweeping. They were looking after Shark Park. The thinking is, this is our house. We're going to look after it. Meanwhile, little brother are out punching on at 4 a.m. in Mudgy or whatever the fuck. Our boys, internationals, daily medal winners, you know, top try scorer possibles this year in Ronaldo are up on the roofs cleaning, cleaning leaves while Fitz sits down with a cigar and a hat on laughing at him. Fucking where's this been for the past 10 years? There were, there were a lot of, and, and like this is the thing about working where I am at the moment is I get a lot of downtime because there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of like we, we can't go and explore because, you know, we are working, you know, and, and quite late. Um, and so I found myself on social media a bit and that article came out and people were like, oh, the sharks are so hard done for money. They can't afford cleaners. What is this? Scrub town, small team, lol. People can't even spell Heinz properly. They're spelling it like fucked baked beans. You know, people, how do you spell Ronaldo wrong? Like, one of the most famous people in the world is Cristiano Ronaldo. This guy's name is Ronaldo. How, how are you spelling it wrong? Mate, people still can't spell for feeder. It's been 30 years. Gallon. Gallon, yeah. Gallon was the best one that we saw. <laughs> uh, Nugs getting drunk and calling Andrew for feeder on Drea Fajardas, which was fantastic. <laughs> uh, but, like, it, it's a story about... It, it, that's not a story about us not being able to afford cleaners or groundskeepers. That's a story of Fitz making these guys realise that if you don't want to pull your finger out, you're going to have a fucking nine-to-five job. You're going to be here in your high-vis vest, cleaning gutters, picking up trash after games, 
that that could be you. Mm-hmm. Fitz took it back to basics. And you're right, he sat on the field in a chair with the coaches looking at who was putting in an effort. It's genius. And you had Nico, who has a Dalian medal, could go into modelling tomorrow, could, you know, steal both our hearts away from any prospective partners, past, mm-hmm. future or present. You know, he's, he's calf's like in 36 spots, I believe, just for a bit of hyperbole. And he's out there working harder than everyone. These are the kind of players you want representing your club. Now, I saw some idiots, because Josh you know, mentioned on Outlaws the other night, people going, oh, this is cringe. Why are we putting it out there? Go support the Dragons. Seriously. Yeah. Go see how it feels. They've got more statements than they'll, they'll have wins this year. I'm 100% convinced of that. I think they're up to eight this year. It's the fucking 1st of March. That should be a five-year if, you, if you're doing eight statements. That's six too many. And they've done eight in three months. And we're only the first day in. Every article about the Sharks, about how Nico's turned his life around. You know, the Sharks are this, the Sharks that. We can't accept how good we are right now, Terry. But you and I are going to fucking try, mate. Yeah, look, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. If you don't... But there's also another thing you can do. Because you're reading this on your phone, right? Scroll past it. Oh, did you see what some bloke said in the, the one of the groups last night? I put Outlaws up. He goes, who cares? I said, thanks for taping the time to uh, reply, mate. You know, a couple of thousand viewers a week say otherwise. You know, selfish plug. Oh, well, nothing you say is going to change anything. Welcome to the internet, motherfucker. Seriously. Anyways. We're, we're not running for Prime Minister. We're yeah. talking rugby league. Exactly right. And it's so. And he watched the clips because he knew what we said. I was like, thanks for the interview. Leave a like and a comment and fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Good fun, can, mate. If you don't want to read it, don't click into it. People at Bag and Fox and the Telegraph and the Sydney Morning Herald and whatever, and I'm one of them, but I read it so I can bag them. Look, you need to be in that position. Yeah. If you if you don't want to read it, why did you post it? Don't click it. Exactly right. It's the same thing I say about Paul Cannon all the time. I haven't watched that NRL 360 for four years. If I hear something he said, I'll bag it, and people go, oh, yeah, I'll never watch that show again. And then retweet something he said, and now, anyways, fuck them. Who cares? I want to stick on the good news, mate. You know, the only one that I've got the real grudge against at the moment is Michael Shamus, who said that we were going to fall out of the top eight, and the West Tigers were the team that were going to take our spot, and then in the same breath was replying to fans about the Bulldogs saying, well, they just got beat by a top 14. <laughs> just ridiculous. Pick your fucking lane. Ridiculous. Now, just before we go on to the game, mate, um, the announcement this week, the man of the match between the Sharks and the Cowboys will play for the Paul Green medal. Absolutely love it. No-brainer every decision. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant decision. I, a lot of teams could, you know, he, he played for a couple of other sides apart from the Sharks and the Cowboys, but I'm glad that, you know, Paul Green's legacy, you, you define his legacy. When you talk about Paul Green as a player, you don't think about him at the Roosters. You don't think about him at the other clubs. You think about him as a Cronulla Shark. And when you talk about Paul Green as a coach, you think about him Cowboys. as the Cowboy banging the fucking window, the first man to lead them to a premiership. So I'm glad we're doing something about it. I just hope that we win it every single year that Todd Payton is in charge so we don't have to listen to a four-hour acceptance speech for a trophy that doesn't count. Took the joke right out of my mouth, mate. I like it. Let's talk some football, mate. On the weekend, I don't think there's any more news if there is. Oh, this weekend's a sellout. Of course, it's going to be fantastic. Never in doubt. 
1 to 17 this week, uh, Terry. What are your thoughts? Of course, we're missing Nico Hines and Royce Hunt has missed out. I believe he's injured. Might be a couple of weeks. I, I'm not 100% sure. We'll look into it after. In uh-huh. terms of the side we've named, though, I don't think he could have done much more. No, I've, I've seen a few people not happy with the Jack Williams um, selection. Let's let's go through the team. Kennedy, Molotalo, Katoa, Shokora there. Rami and Talakai, again, Shokora. Moylan and Trindle. Trindle was actually named in the seven. We haven't named Hines at all. Smart. Uh, Finucane, Wilton, Nakora, back row. Rudolph Braley, Hamlin Ueli in the front row. Um, McInnes, Graham, Kafusi, Williams. I don't see any changes to that. Horati's the 19th man. Hazleton, 20. Beryl, 21. And we have named young Niwai Puru in number 22. I'm glad he's in and around the first grade spot, even though he's on a dev deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's a, he, he had a, a, lot of, a lot of promise in the trials. Mm-hmm. That squad is about as 1 to 17 as you can get. Now, I had, I had a look at... Yeah, I saw everyone bagging... You know, this team's bench and that team's bench. There are a lot of awful benches in the NRL this year. There really are. Um, our bench is really strong. It is. A little bit light, but really strong. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's light. It, it seems to be going that way, though, because the middlemen aren't playing as, you know, as impactful and the McInneses can come in and play 13. The Cowboys, for instance, their 1 to 13 is very, very good. Their bench is despicable. It's fucking atrocious. Because the depth that would spread out, you know, that one or two players over 16 teams is now playing for the Dolphins. So it was going to come somewhere. If you have a look at South's bench, Blake Taft, Michael Cheekham, David Mayall, and Shaquille Mitchell, the only person in there that weighs over 110 kilos is Shaquille Mitchell. Yep, and he's 145. Um, David Mayall, oh no, sorry, David Mayall is listed at 112, but that's probably because he's had a shower in concrete. he's, He's a big boy. I actually thought he might start. But... I, I like the look of our bench. I think it's good. There was some conjecture there, some like Jack Williams. It could have been Hazleton, perhaps. But I think Williams, at his best, is better than anything behind him just now. I had I had this exact conversation with someone on Twitter. Jack Williams is clear of Tom Hazleton. Don't get mistaken of Tom Hazleton's barge over try against the Knights and some good form for Newtown last year, Jack Williams is a far superior player to Tom Hazleton in any way that you want to look at it. He's better defensively. He's got better mobility. He runs harder. Jack Williams, 2021 Jack Williams was our best forward mm. and it wasn't even close. Yep, not fair. And Jack Williams against the Knights when he started and Jack Williams against the Dogs when he came off the bench was clear. Of Tom Hazleton, I could have heard a case for Jesse Colhoun. Yeah, that was the other player that was that was brought up. He's been thrown around more in the Wade Graham role. You can't take Wade Graham off that bench, so he can play so many positions. You can't. I could, but you can't. I, I and it's not it's not because Wade's old or you know his form's regressing. We understand that with Wade, but Wade has re-signed with us. Wade is our captain. Wade is the last premiership player that we have at the club. And Wade Graham has earned the right to at least be on the bench for this club now. And what Wade Graham is, is what we don't have anymore. But he's that voice on the bench that Andrew Fafida and Aidan Tolman had. When things are going wrong, your back's up against the wall, you're down 6-0 early, and Wade Graham's there going, it's all right, boys, heads up, these guys will turn around, and if they don't, guess what? Your name's going to get called, you go out there. You take that fucking hit up. 
you don't miss that tackle. He's the one who's going to come on late in the first half. He's going to finish the game. He's, he's going to finish it for half time. And as they're running off the field, he's going to be the one slapping them all in the back. Good job. We're up by 20 or what the fuck's happening. We need to get in the shed, sprint in there now. You can't throw away Graham away just that easily. Like if he's form, let, let Wade Graham's form dictate whether he's going to play 20 or, or games or more. But when you're talking about round one and we're without Nico Hines, if, if Trindle's putting in a shocker or Moylan has to do too much and gets hurt, you need him on the bench. Yeah, completely. 100% agree. I've seen some people say you can look at Connor Tracy. I no, you just, can't. Just know. I, I think those days are done. I think he's actually been named 18th man too. I've written that down. Harati might be 19, which I... Nineteen, but my app didn't have an eighteen. Gotcha. It's Tracy, which I 100% agree with. He should travel everywhere as 18th man because he can do so much when called upon. Um, uh-huh. To be honest, he's not the future, so I don't want him playing for Newtown. But if anyone gets injured and Connor Tracy comes in, you know what you're going to get. So I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if two of our props go down and you turn around and say, hey, Connor, guess what, we're down by 20, you've got to play prop, he's going to fucking do it. He'll play prop, and he'll probably play better than a lot of the, the Dolphins props. So I have absolutely no problem with that. But I, I'm I'm pretty high on the side, to be honest, because I, I think it picked itself. Obviously, you know, Hines comes in for Trindle in a, in a fucking heartbeat. Now, some people ask why Puru didn't get a go. He can't. He, he's just, he can't. Um, because he's been named in the squad, people figure that he can do that. He's there to get some... He's there to be in the squad, put it that way. Outside of your 19th man, so you name your 18th and 19th man, your 20, 21 and 22 can be anyone. We could literally name three SG ball players on that bench if we wanted to, just to turn around and say, hey, you know, you can be around the first grade, first grade squad. Puru's name on that team list is probably a shout-out to him and say... You were outstanding in the trials. Yeah, could have been Daniel Atkinson. Yeah, hundred percent. He hasn't been named for Newtown either, which um, which we'll go. We'll get on to Newtown in a minute. But I thought it would be Atkinson because he's in. Yeah, the, I, in the I, I think I think the Newtown team that's being named versus the Newtown team that runs out will be completely different. It'll be nothing like. There's about seven <laughs> players missing, but um, it, it like like I said, we'll worry, we'll worry about that in a minute. Um, I, I, I like the bench. I think Kafusi is the obvious one, picks himself. McInnes is always going to be there. you got about three or four players that go into two, and I think for round one, Jack Williams and Wade Graham. Look, Wade might play five minutes here or there. He might come on after 15. You know, He's got that ability, whereas if you go to Colhoun, as high as this kid's ceiling is, and we're huge fans of his, he's played, what, three games? And one of them was a last-minute head knock thing where he played for yeah. Newtown earlier that afternoon. Wade Graham's got 300 games, a premiership, and how many origins and, you know, try assists and tries for Australia, you know, World Cup wins, etc. I, I think I think this side picks itself. There, there's certainly nothing negative I can find. The only change you could make is, in 18th man, Atkinson for Connor Tracy, because that's exactly how I had it in my 1-19. But whatever. Yeah, I- I just think the only reason why they probably didn't go with Dan Atkinson in round one if they have gone with Connor Tracy for the 18th man is it's just all that first game experience. Give the first five rounds to the regulars and then, you know, let let Atkinson go and kill it for Newtown and push his way into the first grade team. Let Sam Stone Street 
go and score 100 tries in Fleck, get promoted to Newtown, score another 100 tries before we have to upgrade him. Like, let those players, let, let Kayla Hero show everyone why he was the New South Wales Cup player of the year before he forces his way into the... Like, you don't... Just because a player's young and he's got potential and they've got a couple of highlights from last year or they've got some games, you don't have to force feed them into the team. Just let it pick itself. Long season. Plus, it's South Sydney round one. So, like, we're playing the Tigers in fucking round 12. This yeah. is, you know, you really got to set it early. I'm, look, I'm looking at that South Sydney team now and, and just one player that has left South Sydney has made a big difference to the way that this team looks. And that player's Mark Nichols. Mark Nichols, yeah. He killed us in the prelim, in the semi-final. Well, so not only that, but now that brings Tom Burgess into the starting role, they've got no impact off the bench. Because yeah. you remember when we played them last year when Nico Hines kicked that field goal, Burgess came off the bench, ran for 180 metres, and, and it was like the punch they had last year was when Totola was fucked, they would bring Burgess on. But now it's the both of them, and they're bringing on Shaquille Mitchell and Davey Maiolo, and all of a sudden that's not as intimidating as Tom Burgess coming off the bench. 100%. Again, it's going to be one of them things, how our halves, how Moylan's leadership, how Will Kennedy is feeling in this game and how Trindle's kicking goes. But if you can, you know, if you can stay with Souths for the opening 20 minutes and bring benches into it in this game, we're far superior in the bench. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're a top probably three or four. I think Penrith's still number one because they're bringing, bringing Spencer Luno off the bench. But, man, I can't, I can't name five better, to be honest. Even the Roosters look really thin this year. You're bringing Spencer off the bench, but Oregon Kafusi isn't a scrub. Oregon Kafusi was in the in in the small team that was in the World Cup final. Mm, yep, yeah, no, very very good. And look, I think it, it'd be funny to see. Oh, well, not funny, but it'd be interesting to see what sort of role Fanukan plays this year because someone's got to come on and be that second prop because Toby Rudolph's probably only got about 25 minutes in him. Had to push to 30 last year, where I think hurt us maybe just a little bit. So whether Fanukan shifts one in or Wooms comes on, or even McInnes puts his hand up. Williams, because that guy's been out injured for the better part of two seasons now and has just hit the gym. Oh, yeah. He hasn't missed a single day in the gym, mate. That guy's yeah. built like a fuck. Like, he's had a knee reconstruction, woken up, and he didn't have a knee reconstruction, but it's like he had a knee reconstruction, woke up and was like, hang on a minute, before you do anything here, bring us the bench. And my, my leg's fucked, right? Well, I'll just do some straight-legged deadlifts then. Like, the guy is an absolute animal. Like, he's the only person that gives Royce Hunt a complex. Yeah, that's true. Imagine being that big. <laughs> Far out. Yeah. Mate, where can we win this game? I, I just said it. You've got to stick with South for that opening 20 minutes, and then you have to win the bench. Because when they bring Totola and Burgess back on... If it's a close game, you're, you're probably going to lose it. So you need to you, you need to have the lead at some point when when their props go off. I think I think we've got the forwards that can contain them. I you know you Uelli needs a huge game because he finished the year disgusting last year. He needs to have a massive game. He needs to stand up to Burgess. Yeah, he does. He's let nice. let Toby Rudolph take the battle to. His good mate Junior Toller, and you you stand up to Burgess, and I think you've got to stop Damian Cooks running 
off the back of them as well. So if you can win that battle, you you, you take Cook out of the game a little bit. Um, but it's that opening twenty minutes. If they get on, if they get on a roll and they're up ten nil, at some point it's game over, and you just got to go into, you know, don't get beat by thirty, you know, because you, you don't want the Dragons to be that far ahead of you. It's true. They have a, a good side. Let's be honest. You know, Cook, Mitchell, Cody Walker. They are for mine. They're, they're going, they're, they're, they're one of the teams that can beat Penrith. Yeah, I agree. Cam Murray's the one. If you could say right now, who do you want to get COVID? I would say, of course I wouldn't, Terry. How dare you suggest yeah, such mine, a thing? Luttrell, yeah, look, Latrell on his day is good, but I mean, I've just got horror stories of Cam Murray destroying us in the semi last year. Now, look, a lot of people worried. Nothing's changed for Cronulla. South smashed us last time. Will Kennedy was on one leg. Dalfinukum was on none. There was no Talakai. We had a winger in Lockie Miller who just refused to tackle. It's a completely different side. Okay, Nico's out, I'll grant you that. But this team have looked really good in trials where we walked, crawled into that game against South. Plus, the atmosphere is going to be humongously different. Yeah, and, and that's that's the other thing. If, if you have a look at their wingers, it's Katoa against Alex Johnson. Now, in terms of if you, if you had them one-on-one, Johnson's not going to out-muscle Katoa. Like, Katoa's a dreadful defender, don't get me wrong, but one-on-one he can take him. The other guy, uh, Isaac Thompson against Ronaldo, like, if anyone's worried about that battle, don't be. Yeah, Ronaldo will be. The, the battle of the centres, you've got... Um, their, their left centre is... No, Cam, uh, Campbell Graham, Graham yeah. right centre. I believe so, and I think Isaiah yeah. Tass is their left centre. He's up against Talaka. Yeah, that's a, that could be a fucking... Whoa. Uh, Campbell Graham's not known for his speed or his footwork, so I think Talakai is all right there. And then Tass against Ramian, and like Ramian looks up for it this year. I, I think you know it's going to come down to how well we contain their props, how much space we give Damian Cook, which will then give how much space to Cody Walker to feed Latrell Mitchell. Yep. If you're going to go on anything this game, if you love having a punt, though, Latrell Mitchell has scored a try in every game at Shark Park that he's played. Yeah, he's a, he's a freak. I hate him, but I I begrudgingly respect. Look, no one can talk me out of that. They've got the, you know, the one and the nine are their big, and I think they're eight. I'd rate Totola through the roof. But probably they're thirteen. So there, there's four. I think our wingers are better. I know Alex Johnson scores a million tries, but I think Ronaldo's a better all-round winger. Yeah, I think I think Totola's a better all-round winger. Alex Johnson's just, you know, he's the, free. The, he had a guy named Andrew Everingham that scored twenty-five tries. He was the first Filipino and the only Filipino to play in the NRL, and he scored 25 fucking tries. Yeah, that left edge is pretty damn good. All of both <laughs> edges for South, but... Nate Merritt played Origin because he was on the left edge for South Sydney. <laughs> it's, look, we got to shut it down. I mean, it's there. I'm Look, I'm confident. I think Ramian looked tremendous in the trial. The only time he got beaten, he dragged the bloke seven rows back and threw him across the stadium. I was going back onto the left wing. He was the slow, like he's not even the slowest winger that's ever played the game. He's the slowest person that's ever played the game. But if Luke Cavell was on that left wing for South, he's the leading point scorer. <laughs> it's fuck. I hate South, mate. So yeah. What's your prediction, Terry? Do we beat him? Close game. I think we're going to go down by about six. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll take that. Round one is an absolute. I hate it. When I heard we had no home game, I was like, oh. But when I saw it was against South, I was like, okay, I can cop that. If you offer me a six-point loss, a good game from us, a good performance and no injuries, mate, I'm absolutely okay with that. 
Yeah, I, I would. You know, round one at home against South Sydney. You know, you might you might say oh, it's a bit too early. You know, maybe you'd like to play the Tigers in round one. But you ain't got the combinations. You ain't got Nico. Like, give me South in this game, and then you go to round two against Parramatta, and that's when you turn around and go, well, your season can start. I know we've got a really tough opening spell to the game, to the, to the rounds, but, yeah, look, I'd happily, I'd take a six-point loss in this. Yeah, me too. Now, I think Cronulla can absolutely win, and I expect they will, but if you offered me, like I said before, well, whatever, it's not the, definitely not the end of the world. I just want to say, I uh, just want to see him play really, really well. And give it their all, Terry. That's all I ask as a football fan. Not really. I hope they win by 40, but, you know. Yeah. Um, now, our Jersey flag team as well, they kick off round one this week. They've named a really strong side. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I put a tweet out today. I'm looking forward to seeing the growth of Sam Stone Street and how long it takes before he plays for Newtown. Well, he's named for Newtown. Huh? They named him for Newtown. They've also named him for Jersey Flag as well. It's it's weird. So this Newtown team, Terry, I logged in yesterday at 5 o'clock when the teams go up. We had a 1-7 to seven name with no 6, and all our forwards were out of order and players I'd never heard of. It has gone back again now, but there's probably 7 or 8 players that have come into that Newtown side that haven't been named. So I wouldn't look too far into it. I certainly wouldn't, wouldn't throw any arms up in disgust if Stone Street plays Flag for a couple of weeks. No, yeah, look, I... I don't. I don't think that you could. Uh, I don't think you could begrudge if he was named. Like he's young enough. Like you know, let let him earn his. Let him earn his straps uh, up there. Number six for Newtown at the moment is uh, Johnny Lee Gabriel. Yeah, uh, I believe, and we've named uh, Noe Puru. Um, but I think Atkinson. He's going to come into the team somewhere. I don't know if he'll come in at six or if he'll come in at one. He's got to be uh, in somewhere. You got. You got to imagine that. Yeah. Johnny Lee Gabriel sucks, by the way. He's a Newtown contracted player. Um, but they've named Jacob Gagan. I, I don't know why you'd name him. He's not uh, As well has been named. So Yeah, look, Hiroti's going to go in there, you'd imagine, unless he yeah, is. Hiroti will go in the centres. Calhoun, Hazelson's not named. I wouldn't I wouldn't put too much into that. But, but uh, you know, anyone that can make it out to Henson Park thinks at 3 o'clock kickoff. I won't be doing the double because getting my daughter to one game is going to be difficult enough, let alone two. But I reckon Newtown by conservatively 30. Yeah. I mean, over or under for changes on the day, uh, 6.5? Oh, over. I reckon I could think. I, I wrote a list before and there were eight and I didn't even give it any real thought. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've got uh, Connor Tracy, Herodi, uh, Rodwell could come in in the back line as well. Atkinson, um, and then you got Colburn. No, he's been named Hazelton. You know the other ones who have been named in there as well. I don't think I don't think Stone Street is going to play. I think they've just named him there, and then Horody will come in, and someone will get uh, pushed okay. out. Where's, where's Geordie? Where's Geordie? Uh, probably injured. Gotcha. So I look for him straight away because there's that other back rower. Wow, what is it? Tassipale, yeah, it, like that's a freakish young back row. Yeah, Tassipale was named. Brad Fernley was named as well, but I, I think, I think Fernley will drop. Uh, but they haven't named Colburn. I think Fernley will drop to the bench, and Colburn will come into the back row. Yep. Um, I think Tom Rod will, will will get he's named on the on the bench, but I think he'll get himself in. Um, for people who are asking about uh, Caleb. Uh, Caleb Ueli, uh he's suspended. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Colham will come back into the team definitely. I'm really excited to see how Max Bradbury goes in this game just quietly. Me too. He could have, he could have been named in uh, Jersey Fleet, but he wasn't. Um, I think that's the idea. Fleet team, Dan, that we started on this, it is chef's kiss. It is good. It's been a long time since we could have been proud for all three teams. We've had two the last couple. Fleg of I think they missed the finals last year by a game and or maybe a game and a half. I think we need something to go our no, way. It was a game. We needed to win. We, we were up on the dogs and, and they scored right at the end. So now, just going quickly before we sign off, there was a, I think it was it was either Harold Matz or, or SG Ball the other day. We led the Roosters last week, or the weekend before last like 18-0 after about a minute and a half and got run down 40-18 to 18 or something ridiculous. This week we played the same team. We led 22-0 at halftime, ended up beating them 40-6 to six or something. So yeah. junior football, week to yeah. week, just relax. Don't look too much in, into that. Flagging up, that's where we want to see the results. Yeah, so the jersey flag, the players to watch out for uh, Sam Stone Street, obviously Noah Lester is in there. Max Riolo, David's son, he's playing at 5'8", really good player, Sam Healy. Josh Fennell has been named in the front row. Um, interesting one. Henry O'Kane, we signed him from the West Tigers. He played in the World Cup for Ireland. Um, he is uh, on the bench. And uh, Big Atata, uh, he is absolutely phenomenal. And we've also got um, uh, Tully Wilton is on the bench. So for anyone who... Uh, wanted to the Teague's younger brother. He's a halfback. He's a really handy player. Uh, he's been named on the extended bench as well. So make sure you get out there and watch early. I think they kick off three. What is it? Five o'clock. Uh, do you have a kickoff time there, mate? Uh, uh, no, I don't. That's actually. okay. Give me two seconds and I'll do it. Only for my because I want to go to this game early. Five twenty. Yeah. So that'll be all wrapped up by seven o'clock. And then there's obviously. The main game at 7.30 might kick off a little bit later. Fox Sports get their way. But I'm tipping Sharks by a 1,000 and cross all three, mate. Of course, Newtown being the Sharks. Yeah. Uh, I will. I, I think we'll get the, the Chockeys, that, that Jersey flag team. Unless South have got something that I don't know about. Our flag team is, is pretty stacked this year. Um, and, yeah, Newtown are good. But, uh, you know, if you win two out of three grades every week, as long as somewhere along the line our first-grade team starts winning. Exactly so, yeah. right. Now, will you be at the games here? I will, and I believe that uh, I have seats right near you. Oh, fantastic. That's good news. It is. Makes me feel good but, right in here. Lean so, over and slap you. That's it. So anyone that does see us at the game, fuck off. <laughs> I'm sick of performing for you lot. No, no, come say hello, of course. No, no beers no, this week. No, don't. Like, don't. Don't come near me. Don't say hello to me. Go and annoy Dan. He is the one who loves the attention. Love the attention. Leave me the fuck alone. A, a female viewer actually noticed me uh, yesterday. Said, oh, are you from Outlaws? I said, yes. And she said, oh, I love your show. No, that, none of that happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you from Outlaws? Yeah. You know that, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Mate, this has been an absolute pleasure. Fins up for everyone. Who are we hailing Mount Moylan? I feel like we should hail Mount Moylan. Fun's up. Ah, uh, fun's up.